You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You are exhausted. You have just worked all night trying to catch fish. You have been in a boat with a couple others all night, throwing in the nets and pulling them back out. Throwing them in and then pulling them back out. You have you move to another place on the sea and you throw in the nets again and pull them back out. Nothing. You try again. You throw in the nets and you pull them out. You have done this all night long with nothing to show for all your hard work. When the morning approaches, you are worn out, frustrated, and most likely you want to curse those stupid fish for not swimming into your net. You wish you would have seen even just the tiniest, the smallest little fish, but there is nothing. Now the nets are worn from all the scraping, and they are filled with plant matter from seaweed and stinky algae. You aren't able to go home. First, you have to clean and mend your nets. If you don't, you have no fish and you have no nets. While you are cleaning, a crowd presses around a man and he begins to teach. It is Jesus. You know him and want to listen, but you also just want to be done working so so you continue to clean your nets. The crowd keeps growing, and it presses more and more on Jesus. As you watch this, you see Jesus come to you. You think to yourself, Please don't bother me. I'm worn out and frustrated with all the work I did, and I gained nothing. As Jesus passes you, you see him go to Simon instead, and you think, Phew, that was close. You overhear Jesus asking Simon to take his boat out a little ways so he can teach. You think to yourself that you are lucky you weren't asked to do that because you wouldn't be able to finish cleaning your nets until he is done teaching, and who knows when that will be. Simon does what Jesus asks, and Jesus continues to preach and teach about the word of God. You wonder what exactly he is talking about. You know he has healed the sick and diseased. You know he has cast out demons and has taught in the synagogues. You know him to be Jesus, and he says something about God sending him and why he is here. But you still aren't sure what he is saying. So you continue to listen, and finally, Jesus stops. You begin to wonder what is happening. You faintly hear Jesus speak to Simon and say, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, We toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word, I will let down the nets. You think Simon is a better man than you. You most likely would have bitten Jesus' head off for asking such a thing. You are the fisherman, and he isn't. You worked all night and just finished fixing your nets, and he expects you to not only listen, but cast out your nets and to go where it is deep so you have to roll way back out in the sea? You think Simon is a better man, a fool, 
but a better man. You still have to go out in another boat because Simon is one of your co-workers. You begin to think to yourself that this really was a big mistake when you hear a shout. You look up and you are astounded and amazed. Jesus actually knew what he was talking about. For some reason, you don't even think it was just luck. You know for a fact that Jesus knew exactly what he was talking about and what would happen. The catch was so big that it began to break the nets. The guys in the other boat began to signal you over, and you quickly get over there to help them out. You are amazed at how many fish there are in the nets, but that isn't the only thing you see. Over the hauling of the nets, the sweating of men, and the fish slapping all over the place, and water going all over, you see Peter kneeling at the feet of Jesus. You then hear what Simon says to Jesus. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. You yourself want to be over there with Simon at the feet of Jesus. You feel guilt at your words for calling Simon a fool, and even more for doubting the words of Jesus. You wish you would have listened to him more when you were cleaning your nets. In fact, you wish you would have quit cleaning and bending your nets, and only listened to Jesus. You see that you are sinful, and that Jesus should depart from you too. You begin to feel all is lost before you hear Jesus speak to Simon. Yet you know these words are also meant for you. Do not be afraid. From now on, you'll be catching men. You feel at ease with these words, even though both boats are starting to sink with all the fish that were caught. You get to the land, and Jesus gets off and walks away. Following him, you see Simon and also the sons of Zebedee, James and John. They left their boats. They left their nets. They left all those fish and their father father, to follow Jesus. You are amazed and wonder what Jesus means when he told Simon, from now on, you will be catching men. Well, you do know what Jesus meant. You know the rest of the story. You know Jesus continued to teach and heal people. You know he taught about people being hypocrites and being sinful. You yourself know you are a sinner. You can't even count how many bad things you have done your whole life. I know I can't, and I won't even try. Because when I try, I begin to feel ashamed and guilty. I want to cry out to Jesus to depart from me, for I am sinful, and to all of you who are around me. I want to ask you to depart from me. You know the dark sins that have stained your soul and heart, and I know mine too. You know the sins that your flesh craves and lusts for every day, and I do too. You know the wrong you have done to your family. You know how you have hurt your friends, and you know all the things you have done wrong at work or at home. 
You know that you are sinful and should not be in the presence of Jesus and those around you. You know this for a couple of reasons. First, God has written the law on all our hearts. And when we do something wrong, we feel guilt and it eats away at us. For example, do you remember when you're a child and you're playing with a ball in the house and you're not supposed to? And you break your mother's favorite dish? Or when your dad gave you a new BB gun and you thought it would be fun to shoot it inside the house? Well, you know you've done something wrong. And the guilt bleeds through and your parents find out what you did. You know you have sinned. The other way we know we have sinned is through God's word. The word of God tells us what is right or wrong. We know murdering is wrong, but we never thought calling someone or a fool or an idiot was wrong. When they deserved it, they cut you off. We even find out that not fearing, trusting, and loving God with our whole heart and mind is wrong. And we find out we can't even do it. The Bible teaches that those who sin and fall short will be cast out where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. You know there is a place where the fire is unquenchable and the worm never dies but continually devours. You know that place was made for Satan and his demons and you also know that is where the damned will go on the final day. That is the punishment of a sinner. But... But you all know the rest of the story. You know Jesus did not just come to catch a lot of fish and make fishermen into minnermen. Mennermen. I said that wrong. Mennermen. Fishermen. You know you are the one who would be punished for all the sins you have committed and will continue to commit. You know you'll be the one punished because you broke your mother's dish. You shot the BB gun in the house. But that is just it. You know you were the one who had to be punished. But Jesus was sent for a purpose. And he taught that. He was sent to carry your sins and bear them to the cross. He paid the price so you would not have to leave his presence or the presence of your neighbor. He paid the price so you would live with him for eternity with no pain, suffering, or guilt. You know you can come to church to pray to God to forgive you, and you know he will forgive you because of the death and resurrection of Jesus. You even know that when you fail and you cry to Jesus to depart from you because you are a sinner, you know you will hear, Do not fear, for your sins have been forgiven in the blood of Jesus, your brother, who called you and made you his. Here at church, he gives you his body and blood for the forgiveness of all your sins. He is the living sacrifice, the lamb that was slain so that you would live eternally with him. You all have been called by Jesus in some way or manner. You have his name 
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit upon you through the holy waters of baptism. You all have been called to serve in different vocations. Pastor has been called to be a fisher of men, to preach and teach the word of God and administer the gifts of Jesus to you. Brad and I hope to come to this office one day. You mothers have been called to care for your children. You fathers have been called to care for your family. Those of you who are single are to care for all. You children, listen up children, you are called to obey your parents. And most importantly of all, you all have been called heirs of God. You have been baptized into the name of Jesus and have become children of God, children of light. You are the brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ, and you will live forever with him. Amen. Now may the grace that surpasses all understanding be with you all. Amen. We hope you were blessed by today's Word of Hope. Hope Lutheran Church is located at 1345 Macon Street in Aurora, Colorado. Their weekly schedule is as follows. Sunday morning worship at 915, adult Bible class and youth Sunday school at 1045 a.m. On Tuesday mornings, there is a matin service at 830 a.m. with a Bible class to follow at 930 a.m. You can find out more about Hope Lutheran Church at www.hope-aurora.org. That's www.hope-aurora.org. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you in His grace.